0: Hey everybody, Uh, this week we are continuing the conversation with Chris and Karen about the Cinemax show from 2013, Banshee. Uh, It's a great episode, you're going to love it, Uh, but you're going to love it even more if you listen to last week's episode before you listen to this one. Enjoy the show!
1: I was like going to fill some air by saying that Banshee has one of the worst intro sequences in songs <laughs> it's I've ever so bad. Experienced.
2: It's so bad. It's so dumb.
1: <laughs> so stupid.
2: That's the thing. Like, it's so funny because the show came out in 2013. So like a lot of the things that I feel like uh, maybe like I'm talking about where I'm like, oh, it's such a refreshing show to watch after years and years of prestige TV. Like, that's not really like this was 2013. Like yeah. that th- they weren't, it wasn't on purpose. <laughs> right. Like I do, I do feel like, like to bring it back to John wick, I do feel like John wick is very kind of self-aware and has like a purposeful smartness to it, which I don't really think Banshee has, even though it is a really, really entertaining show. Yeah. There is an earnestness to the badness that I think is very fun to watch.
1: Yes. Got it. Um, you know, like I, um, uh, what was that Wes Anderson movie with, like, Gwyneth Paltrow and Gene Hackman?
2: The Royal Tenenbaums? And,
1: yeah, Royal Tenenbaums. Um, I remember when I watched that, and I was like, oh, this isn't funny. Like, uh, I thought this was supposed to be a comedy. Um, and, like, a couple years later, uh, I watched it again. It was, like, not as a comedy, but just as, as a movie where, like, the actors were taking the role seriously. And I, I fucking loved it. I, I was like, oh, okay. Like, I... I was expecting to laugh, but, you know, maybe my expectations were the thing that made me not like the movie. Mm -hmm. Um, I I feel like Banshee is exactly that. It's like it challenges your expectations. And, you know, you might not ever like it. Um, And I would say, like, you can't let go of your expectations. The problem is you. Got it. (laughs) So your, your message is if you don't
0: if you me and the listeners don't enjoy banshee it's because we are too attached to our expectations we're, we're not able to enter the banshee mindset i gotta be honest with you chris my whole childhood my whole life i'm a big rule follower i i, I worry that what banshee might do to me <laughs> oh my it's god gonna... what if
2: you're unleashed by banshee the banshee mindset just like totally changes your whole perspective i'm scared of Dude, what
1: that might look like it's gonna be you got the banshee mindset once you get your vaccination, it's gonna—you're just gonna go, you know, sheriffhood apeshit.
2: Watch out, world.
1: Maybe, maybe, uh, or maybe
0: I'll hate Banshee and I'll stick to my uh, like cowardly ways or whatever. <laughs> we'll see.
2: Wait, Kevin, what kind of TV sh- shows do you like to watch?
0: Um, we so uh, a lot of the stuff you suggested I've liked. So like, Rhythm and Flow was really great. Some reality, like a sprinkling of reality TV. I think Elise and I got you to watch like certain seasons of Survivor that you really liked. <laughs> oh, ah,
2: yeah. so good. I love that. Uh, I Love that shit. Yeah,
0: Survivor was was like a good uh pandemic thing to watch. I was really into Gary Haji. That was one of the favorite things we watched recently. We watched we just finished the first season of Search Party. I really like that. Um Yeah. I, I think you guys you Those Sorry. are all good shows. Those all right. are all really good ones. Yeah. Uh, on my own, like uh kind of outside of the pandemic i'm i am watched a lot of anime but i think that it's i've outgrown it to a small degree like i i feel like i've become less and less interested in like new stuff um have
1: you seen Jujutsu kaisen no
0: i haven't but Dude. but that's the that's my like escapism i think and and also like i just know other people who watch uh, a lot of anime and read manga and stuff and so i just have something to talk about so it's like a uh A mix i would say of of tv but honestly i i try outside of the pandemic i I try not to watch as much as
1: yeah uh, yeah yeah so like i feel like karen and i are avid tv watchers like during this pandemic i feel like i've seen every tv show ever made yeah (laughs) and like i know that you uh, and Elise are like you like sit down to watch an episode of something Yes, I, I'm not a binge watcher. That is one thing about me.
0: At is very frustrated. Oh my God. I watch one episode and I want to stop. I like to to slow slow drip it.
2: That is amazing to me. That is amazing to me. <laughs>
0: yeah, I feel bad when I watch too much. Because it's also if I like it, then I don't want to watch that much. And if I don't like it, I don't want to watch that much. So it's like a you know, either way, I would rather not binge.
1: Yeah, I, I don't think there's a reward for like um like slow burning Banshee, Banshee. got it (laughs) but i will say this is not a cell phone show like this is not a show that you watch and and are scrolling on your phone right yeah
2: i think you could slow burn it though because and this is another thing the other thing that i really like about banshee is that it's episodic it's it's like a network television show in that way like every episode elevated usa yes right this is yeah i was kind of leading up to that but yeah like this is my new thing like I, there's like the prestige and then there's the episodic television, right? The CSI, CSI's, mm. the law and orders, whatever. And then you've got on the other end, the Sopranos or whatever. And it's like that sweet spot in between where they're like, Hey, we still want to tell a complete story within the span of one episode that like has an entire arc and like doesn't require you to like tune in next week because you're only getting set up.
1: Mm. And
2: so this show, I think is like a very good marriage between those two. Um, So I think you I I literally think you could drop in and watch any episode of Banshee and you would love it like because or I don't know if you would love it, but you'd be entertained because so much happens within one episode and you don't really need the backstory. Yeah, so I think you could watch it, but that's very healthy that you watch it that way. And I really admire (laughs) that because I'm a I'm a big binger Mm -hmm. doesn't always make me feel great, but you know. Uh, I can't really help it.
0: People, yeah, it's it's a mix. Some people find it quite frustrating the way that I prefer to watch stuff, and and there are shows to be clear that I've I've binged uh, quite a bit. It's but it's normally like a like a secret. Like I stay up late. I, I I did this with Sex Education. I was just like, this is good, and like I have nothing to do. When the pandemic first started, I just like watched all of Sex Education by myself in like Kevin. two weeks. Yeah. And did, you, want,
2: did you like do, like or was there there part of you that enjoyed it? Did you feel guilty? Like what was your like when you binged it
0: Uh, well when I say binged I actually I probably only watched like three or four episodes at once but I just liked having something to look forward to and forward to at the end of the day and and I think I I felt like I was excited to like see what happened and I I didn't I knew that there wasn't that much of it so I wasn't like this isn't a binge that's gonna last like you know a month because there's only like 16 episodes so like I know I can get to the end and like it's okay if I go a little too hard right now (laughs)
2: got it so you felt like you could indulge because you knew it was like only one season
0: as i'm describing this i this is like so the opposite of the banshee mindset like 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 the way that i watch tv is like so indicative of like the reserved kind of person i am
1: (laughs) this could i mean this could do wonders for you man
0: after i watch banshee like the i feel like the the chances there's a chance that like the breaks are just cut and like i i watch like you know a ton of stuff all at once or I don't know everything changes about me we'll see I'll, I'll keep people updated in future episodes like hey this is where I'm at banshee wise nice um so I I want to make sure that you too because you had a lot of passion in the email and the pitch I want to make sure that we cover everything that you want to cover in uh in this episode and then I also want to make sure we have time to get to sort of our our segments at the end so before we get to that, is is there anything else about Banshee that you feel like our listeners should know? Um, because I know that there's a lot on your minds, and that's a, a big question. <laughs> but but please, I I I I'm gonna at least check out an episode uh, based on what you've said so far. So the mission is a success, I would say, uh, yeah. but only time will tell if. If I truly adopt the Banshee mindset, we're going to have to check back I'm, in on that one. I'm
2: also thinking now of an episode for you to watch. All right. I'll think of someone said it to you afterwards. <laughs>
1: the Dr. House episode.
2: I was thinking the prison episode. But that yeah, that's, actually... that's the one. Oh, really? That's actually good, though. That's like a good that's a good episode. OK. There are other ones that are crazier. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Um, yeah.
1: I'll, yeah. <laughs> I'll I'll keep people updated.
2: Yeah. I'm trying to think. Oh, well, OK. Chris, do you have anything you want to say before we do our segment?
1: Yeah. I got a couple things, but you can go ahead.
2: I was going to say, like, one thing that I think is interesting about the show is that it the creators, who, by the way, this was the first TV show they ever created, which actually I think is really, like, says a lot. Like, you're like, oh, I get it. I get it. Literally the first TV show they ever created, wrote, directed, produced, like, this guy Jonathan Chopper. I mean, he's great. Like, I would have him do another TV show. But um, he said that he was, like, very, very inspired by um, sort of, like, 80s and 90s um like chuck bauer um or sorry chuck what's his name chuck norris like sort of arnold schwarzenegger Mm -hmm. sylvester stallone like bruce willis like those kind of hard-boiled action stars yes um that are hyper competent they always get the girl they always win the day save the day they're sort of like so that he really like talked about that being an inspiration and he felt like that wasn't really on tv anymore and he wanted to create that and i think that that is very very telling of the show and i was also going to say a thing that, and that i also find very hilarious about the show is that it really would not be okay in today's landscape like it's very kind of like retrograde in a lot of its attitudes mm-hmm. um and every like bad guy on the show is like hilarious it's just like such a classic bad guy it's like a bad guy from like an 80s tv show it's like the russians yeah. <laughs> like the mo- guys in the motorcycles
0: yeah um the motorcycle gang
1: yeah the, mo-
2: the motorcycle gang like the native <laughs> americans like it's like the na- and then there's neo-nazis neo yeah nazis and then like literally there's one where it's like People who are like into BDSM, like it's like, <laughs> oh, oh my man, god, these, like sex freaks are actually serial kill Like it's like every it's very very like old fashioned and yeah. it's kind of like <laughs> moral outlook of the universe. And I and while on one hand obviously that is very retrograde, it is sort of funny and hilarious and appealing to me. I think maybe because. I'm so mired in sort of shows now that I think can sometimes be very performatively woke in a way that I also find yeah, upsetting. Right. Um so and yeah, so that's also a very kind of like funny aspect of the show. The
1: the show is um yeah, definitely not modern, even for its time in 2013 to 2016. Um but there is one character, um Carrie, uh, who it defies the the show's trappings of like <laughs> a woman getting killed and hood going apeshit um and one really cool thing about her throughout the show is she she like features heavily in a lot of fight scenes um and these these fight scenes are very realistic it doesn't it doesn't look like um you know she's like she looks like a model you know like a, but the way that these are shot and the choreography is such that it, it does look like she's kicking ass um, and getting beat up in a way where it's like, wow, she looks like she really got hurt and she like kind of stumbles forward and the, the fight resumes. Um, and I mean, th- that's kind of where the show shines in its fight scenes and maybe why yeah. it's like least problematic even. <laughs> um, I wanted to um, talk about <clears throat> one reason why i like the show mm-hmm. and kind of elaborate on something i said before about this idea of like this world being so um complex so much bureaucracy you feel like you have no control yeah you know uh these days i'm, I'm reading a lot in the news kind of reliving uh yeah this whole like george floyd incident mm mm-hmm um and yeah like these witnesses are coming on the stand talking about what they saw and also feeling really guilty about not having done anything right even though like i'm fully understanding like dude what could you have done um and in this fantasy land of banshee it's like you could do something Mm. like uh in, in the real world we feel like trapped in like oh someone's got a badge you can't do anything Mm -hmm. banshee no that's not the case uh you know uh hood as fucking crazy as he is he he does what he thinks is right and which is what i think a lot of people want to do but feel like they can't Mm -hmm. um and in that way it's kind of like cathartic to watch the show of this guy constantly doing what he thinks is right with no repercussions from the state or from like the complexities of life that we we're always considering. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's very
0: interesting. I, uh, I think that, uh, there for all the, like you, you've done a good job of kind of couching and making sure people understand that there's like parts of the show that are very problematic, but like, that's the, the whole point is to like, let go of, of the things that feel like you're, being held back by and just kind of enjoy the ride like you said like it's all about the ride
1: (laughs) so (laughs) enjoy the ride man and you know like i i when i describe the show to people like i want to stop starting my description with a caveat that like oh it's not a perfect show yeah right i I, like i want to eliminate that because like the idea of a perfect show is you know I feel like Banshee upends that. Mm -hmm. Because in its totality, I do feel like it's a perfect show. It's exactly what I wanted. And I didn't even know know that I wanted it. Mm -hmm.
2: It's like my favorite show of all time. Yeah. Potentially. I think it is. (laughs) And I've been rewatching it leading up to this. And I'm like, this show holds the fuck up. It's really good.
1: There it is. I rewatched some episodes and like my jaw is still dropping. <laughs> it's like, I cannot, like, are you serious? <laughs> and it's, it's like so much fun. It's so much fun to watch the show.
0: Well, I I think that's about as strong of a pitch as we could have possibly gotten. Um, I know that, there's probably lots more that you want to talk about Banshee. I guess one one small follow-up question is, like, have you found – like, you said that you've tried to convince other people to watch it, but in lieu of that, is there, like, a fandom that you've tried to engage with that you, like, talk about Banshee with other than you and you each other?
2: Honestly, no. Like, it's kind of sad. Like, I, I have one coworker who's watched it who I've talked about it with, and I, I, think, it, I think it's a lot of kind of, like, comic, con-type people who are really into the show. Yeah. Like, it's a very kind of, like ner- – I think a lot of, like, people who – sort of consider themselves nerdy or really into it mm-hmm. um it definitely feels like a graphic novel so i, right. I, I kind of get that connection but I, it's been oh. hard to find people i think because it came out so long ago and mm-hmm. it's kind of a weird i don't know like I, yeah it's it's a hard it's a hard pitch i, I can't find people to really which is why <laughs> which is why chris is the only one i could talk to about yeah, it yeah
1: it's why yeah, this passion's bottled up <laughs> it's like um yeah so i would say that this show is like the opposite of, like, a Christopher Nolan movie. Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, oh, that's it's so not much like a fun puzzle that. show. Yeah. Um, and so, like, I don't know. Like, Karen shared with me today um, a post about, like, a Reddit post about, about Banshee, um, about someone that didn't really like the show. Mm. And there was one commenter who was able to kind of uh, explain, like, dude you're either along for the ride or you're not yeah and if you're along for the ride it, it's great if you're not then like i can understand your opinions
0: mm-hmm.
1: and i don't know maybe it's because like people realize that like you just need to let go and enjoy it uh if that is like i don't know what i would connect with in terms of like uh in terms of the fandom i know that there are fans they're called fan cheese yep <laughs> Uh, I think it's a pretty robust community, but like <laughs> I feel I, like I, it's
2: like John Wick. Like I'm sure it's the say a lot of crossover with John Wick fans. Got it. People yeah. who love action movies. Like yeah. yeah.
0: Cool. Um. So, at the end of every episode, at least recently, I've been uh, playing a game with my guests, and I talked to you two ahead of time about the fact that when it comes to Banshee, because I don't know anything about it, and you two know everything about it. It would be a little bit difficult for me to play a game with you. Uh, And instead, I called upon you two to come up with a game for me. (laughs) So uh, I don't know uh, exactly what to expect. You also haven't been able to listen to any uh, previous episodes to get a sense of what these games are like. But uh, today, we have uh, not only do we have a game that you have prepared, I've also prepared a surprise game for you two. So we're going to end on some very uh, thought provoking uh, games related to Banshee, um, if you two are ready. (laughs) Ready. (laughs) All right. So ready. why don't we do yours first? So I, I, we can do it however you want, but my, my prompt to you was like, what you could, uh, tell me some scenarios and I have to guess whether they actually happen in Banshee or not based on all the knowledge you just shared with me and and sort of the Banshee mindset that I'm going to try to adopt to be able to answer these accurately.
1: Yeah.
2: Yes, we have Karen, prepared them. let's
1: go back and forth. You can go first.
2: <laughs> That's exactly what I was going to suggest. Amazing. Okay. Scenario number one. Yep. Lucas Hood is arrested by the FBI, but is then kidnapped and taken into the back of an 18-wheeler truck styled to look like a steampunk library, where a gangster who drives everywhere in his truck, because he is simply too obese to fly, demands a deck collection from Lucas Hood's dead son. What? <laughs>
0: real or fake uh this seems too specific to be fake so i'm gonna say it's real but it's insane that
1: That definitely it definitely happened it definitely happened and it was so tight oh
0: my god too obese to fly like (laughs) why what detail
1: like why is that a detail (laughs) All right, all right. These are questions that you will shed. Yeah, I you won't even ask exactly, those Exactly. Yeah, I'm I'm one for one. I'm feeling good. All right. <clears throat> After Lucas Hood finds the ex Nazis cop sorry, let me restart. Yeah. <laughs> After Lucas Hood finds the ex Nazi cop's mistress beat up by actual Nazis, he tracks the Nazis down at an unsanctioned MMA tournament. <laughs> in an abandoned warehouse he begins to fight (laughs) MMA style but is interrupted by a crazy storm sorry
0: interrupted by a storm or a story like
1: like a a crazy storm it's a storm (laughs)
0: okay so I think that this one is also real but let me explain why I think that because you talked about the heights being like immediately interrupted this storm interruption seems legit so I think this is real
1: this one is not real.
0: Okay. <laughs> well, you did a very good job of coming up with a fake one.
1: That was. It's bl- not real. It's
2: just how ridiculous the show that's is. That's believable. Not us. Yeah. It's not us. It's, it's just the show.
1: The show doesn't need like a weather-based Deus Ex mod. Got it. Yeah, that was that's where I slipped up. <laughs>
0: uh, all right.
2: All right. Scenario number three: Ex Amish gangster Proctor bursts into a motel where his niece is having sex, strangles her lover to death mid-sex because he's jealous due to his incestual relationship with her. He then forces her to watch as he puts the dead body of her lover through a meat grinding machine.
0: This sounds brutal and, and, and scary, so it's a good content warning for people who are trying to get into this. I think that this one's also real because I think that they would go there. Dude, they fucking
1: go there correct yeah.
2: that is real
1: <laughs> oh my god this is ridiculous. i will say the incest <laughs> a crazy show the incest they like pull back on the incest a little bit okay like i well, feel like good. yeah
2: it's not even the craziest part thing that happens on the show that's of course not yeah
1: like... <laughs> no. i don't know yeah. if there is one
0: craziest thing based on what you've described it's the summation um okay. all right number we four. have a
2: couple more
1: great i'll get i'm gonna get these hood uh, Lucas hood wakes up from being drugged and handcuffed by Ukrainian gangsters escapes and immediately drives to a high school taken over by two gunmen and takes them down with his bare hands.
0: (laughs) Uh, This is a tough one. So, so here's what I'm thinking. I, I don't know if Ukrainian has come up in the demographics of Banshee. Uh, But everything else about it seems believable. I'm gonna say that this one's not real.
1: Okay, that's our fault because (laughs) because we watch Banshee, we become a little racist and kind of like lumped Russian and Ukrainian together. The truth is, no one's Russian. Everyone's Ukrainian. (laughs) And this this one is real. God.
2: Oh God! I I this is the downside of the banshee mindset. I just lumped Ukrainians and Russians together. It's okay.
1: We <laughs> okay. We got two. We got two more. All
2: right. Sorry. We'll speed up. No, All right, no problem. Next one.
1: I'm having Ex-Amish- fun.
2: Amish, okay. Good. Ex Amish gangster Proctor decides to smuggle ecstasy by sneaking it onto an Amish horse and buggy. But then the Amish are mugged by a motorcycle gang. They discover the ecstasy and try to sell it to the Nazi gang. But the deal is ultimately interrupted by Hood, who ends up taking down the Nazis. Because they beat up the black cop, Emmett. <laughs> <laughs> There's only one black cop on the show.
0: <laughs> I don't know how I was supposed to. <laughs> okay. Um, I think that this, I think Chris wrote this.
1: What do you mean? Am I right? I don't think it's real. I think you wrote it. So it's, you're right that it's It is fake. False. Yeah, good job. It's right. fake, but I didn't write oh, it. Oh, really?
0: Interesting. Uh, I, I don't know why I guessed that. I guess, but <laughs> all right. I I'm glad I got that one right. That's I think three out of five. Good job. There, yeah. We have
1: we have one more. Please, right, one yes. One. Uh, uh, I can end on a, a four out of six. Okay. Lucas Hood crashes the strip club and starts fighting the mayor, who is about to have a threesome with two strippers, before another cop breaks it up the mayor drunkenly drives to the hospital because his son has had a severe asthma attack <laughs> only to discover he doesn't have the money to afford the treatment causing his wife to plan a casino con. Um, I
0: think there's too many details in this to, for it not to be real. So I think it's real.
1: This is a hundred percent. real. Great God. job. All right, four out of six. Dude, is the jail. mayor, the mayor is out of pocket. <laughs> He he is like a walking future song. Okay. He's just like constantly wasted at the club, miserable. Like his daughter's calling him like, like your son is having an asthma attack and he's just like trying to fuck these two strippers.
0: <laughs> Why? I guess that's not the right question. Uh, all right. <laughs> well, that was fun. I'm glad I, I did better than, than half. You did great. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, you did great. I, I I did my best. And I don't think that really even spoils anything because it's just like so insane that it's probably like, you know, four out of like the hundreds of things that happened. Um, okay. At least. <clears throat> so now it is time for my surprise game for you two. And we'll, we can end on this one. So you two have, as you said, uh, tried to talk to a lot of people about Banshee. And uh, sometimes it goes well. Sometimes it doesn't go well. You feel like, you know, people get it or they don't. So what I have for you today is a game that I like to call sell it or quell it. So you have to decide whether you're going to try to convince this person to watch Banshee or if you're gonna quell that urge and not say anything and not bring it up. Does that make sense? Oh I
2: like this. Okay.
1: <laughs> this is good like practice for us. Exactly. Yeah. Going forward. This will be this will be helpful.
0: All right. Uh an ex texts you to check in during the pandemic and eventually suggests a show to you that you already know you don't like. Do you try to sell Banshee to this person or do you not bring it up?
1: Dude, absolutely. <laughs> what do you have to lose? Like, this is like the perfect moment to get into the Banshee mindset <laughs> and be like, dude, fuck it. Like, I'm about to change this person's life. I don't care what they and think And if they don't me. like it, yeah. you know, they're my ex. <laughs>
0: Karen, do you feel the same way? This is a good potential person to tell to sell Banshee.
2: I'm going to go quell it okay. <laughs> on this one. I I just every time I try to talk about Banshee to people, I end up getting so deep and I don't want to be talking to my exes that much. Got you know? it. Yeah, it's almost yeah. too
0: personal. I understand. Exactly. All right, cool. Um all right, next one. You and a coworker you think is cute end up as the last two people on a Zoom happy hour and the vibe is good. <laughs>
1: Mm-mm. Mm-mm.
2: <laughs> Mm-mm. he's shaking his head very vigorously this is a
1: quell it for chris <laughs> dude this is not safe for work God. absolutely not safe for work even yeah like dude the first episode, i'm telling you yeah. he walks out of prison and he fucks the bartender <laughs> it's like it, i would get in so much trouble <laughs> If, Eddie, if you the suggest show this show to, to a a co- anyone at work, let alone someone that you're vibing with, dude, of course, it would be like, oh my god, no, like right. if I were to suggest it, I would have to be prepared to go full banshee on the entire workplace. Got
0: it. <laughs> Got it. Uh, Karen, what do you think? Is this accurate?
2: I'm gonna go sell it on this one. Here's why because. It sounds like I have I'm supposed to sort of have a burgeoning sexual tension with this coworker. Exactly,
0: yeah. In this scenario. Exactly. You and do. I would
2: wa- totally and I would want to know whether or not they like Banshee. I feel like that'd be a good test if we're gonna be the type of people that get along.
0: Some might say the which, the strongest test you could administer.
2: Which is hilarious because my actual real life boyfriend does not like the show. <laughs> so he fails the test. Uh, Strike one from Zach Fay. <laughs> sorry, Zach.
0: Maybe next time. <laughs> okay here we go um the guy and uh sorry the guy in line ahead of you for the vaccine kind of looks like the lead actor from banshee but he has a mask on <laughs> do you bring up banshee or no Karen.
2: Okay. Uh, yeah i would bring it up for sure yeah sell it for sure
0: (laughs) and then let's You know the vibes
2: are good with the vaccine yeah everyone's excited exactly yeah vaccine and banshee mindset go well together i think because once you get the vaccine you're free like Mm. yeah i say sell it all right
0: chris (laughs) there's a chance this isn't the
1: guy we didn't talk about this but um the banshee mindset in regard to the pandemic is like to be an anti-masker right for sure right
2: yeah oh gosh oh you might be right but
1: regardless uh in this scenario dude i would i would like totally be inappropriately talking to this guy about i would like insist that he take his mask off to see if he's really anthony Starr or not i would be taking selfies i would be texting karen yeah um and like he would fucking hate it because like we'd still be in line right yeah you can't get out of line
2: captive audience is great for banshee for trying to sell banshee captive audience like you kevin literally our captive audience
0: i mean yeah (laughs) i don't feel too captive i'm here voluntarily to be clear (laughs) all right you're (laughs) so far i feel like i've learned a lot we've got a couple more um some you're sorry someone you're meeting for the first time at an outdoor birthday starts talking about a trip they took to amish country and the people you're closer friends with haven't shown up yet. Qu- sell it or quell it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what is Chris? Chris is reacting so intensely right now.
1: All right, okay. dude. Uh, no, you... you, you... Wait, l- l- let me just say, like, I was recently in Amish country. <laughs> okay. And I was told I wasn't allowed to take pictures of the Amish people. That would be inappropriate. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was exploding on the inside like there like, we went to this Amish market and there was a fucking wanted poster not wanted but like missing a missing poster of like a young Amish woman and I'm like dude this is Banshee this is Banshee <laughs> I don't think that it is Banshee
0: but but to be clear the person you're selling it to is just someone you don't know very well who's at a friend's birthday this is they just bring up Amish. They, they tell you this story do you do you
1: Counter them with like, it's a fucking sign, dude. (laughs) If they bring up Abbott people, I'm definitely talking about Banshee for the rest of the night.
2: Oh my
0: god, okay. Uh,
1: (laughs) Karen, what do you think?
2: Uh, I gotta, I'm i not gonna be that person that brings it up. I gotta say, Quell about this one, Karen. I
1: I am so disappointed in you. You do have opposite answers for all these.
2: That is the most obvious Chris thing to do yeah. ever. It's <laughs> to a,
1: dude, like, the most Chris. Embrace thing. the Banshee mindset. Oh my god. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Uh, very
0: well done. Okay. This is the the last one. Um, so you're uh, at the other person's wedding. So Chris, you're at Karen's wedding. Karen, you're at Chris's wedding. And at the last minute, uh, they ask you to give a speech. So you don't have anything prepared. <laughs> do you bring up Banshee in the wedding speech?
2: One hundred percent, bring Banshee. One hundred percent. You're selling. This it has to been a audience. major milestone in our relationship, Chris. Our friendship. I, I would, I would say. Yeah. I'll always remember this moment when we watch Banshee together.
1: You know, uh, that's <laughs> that's really that's really nice. <laughs> uh, now that I think about, it, there was not one wedding in Banshee in the show. Mm. Everyone's already they, they don't have time for a scene like that. <laughs>
0: uh-uh.
2: Oh no, yeah, tons of hooking up, absolutely no marriage. Yeah,
1: right. I—I I don't know. I don't know if I would mention Banshee, because <laughs> like how could i bring it up i don't know aside from the fact that we both watched it
0: you're you're in front of you could just you don't have anything prepared so maybe it just comes up but you are in front of like you know potentially people you don't know older people people you feel more self-conscious about watching telling about banshee
1: no but if it's karen's wedding out i will already be in the banshee mindset (laughs) um (laughs) sort of a warning (laughs) yeah
2: you would, You're obviously you're going to talk about Banshee at my wedding. That's, that that <laughs> seems like an obvious thing. But
1: there there are a lot of other obvious things that I might bring up. You know, because also like there's a lot of like a ton of stuff I would bring up about Zach. <laughs> <laughs> I would like become. I would like spew a bunch of Irish racism. <laughs> Got it.
2: <laughs> I forgot that your Irish racism takes uh takes precedence.
1: <laughs> talk about Irish
0: hip hop. Uh well, it sounds like you have a lot to cover in that speech um okay, amazing work. That's all my scenarios seller quality. you you had very different answers
1: for all of them, but I thought they were yeah very the insightful. only
2: person we agreed on was the vaccination guy yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the
1: wait what was vaccine guy. Uh, what was elise's uh game oh uh,
0: I think I think I was gonna pitch you a scenario and you you all would tell me what happens next in banshee, but I had already written this, so that's all. I, I know you want to play that game too, but maybe we could do that off record.
1: <laughs> we'll do a bonus episode. I'll start a Patreon. I'm what would be cool is like you tell me a scenario from your actual life. Oh <laughs> Yeah. And yes. I would tell you how to resolve it. We would tell Banshee you fancy style. Yeah. yeah, exactly. All right. If
0: you if you're listening and you want to hear this content, then uh, just email me unless you
1: at gmail.com and we can we can set something up, a follow up if you will. If you have a problem in your life, email it to unlessyourpod at gmail.com and we will resolve it I'll for forward you. forward it to banshee Chris style.
0: Banshee, Yeah, and we'll get to it
1: banshee style.
0: uh Karen and Chris, this has been uh, a true joy. Uh, I appreciate all the insight that you brought. um Before we go, is there anything that you want to promote or plug uh, before we say goodbye?
2: no i know besides I to don't watch banshee this, i don't want everything i said here to be connected to my professional life <laughs> <laughs> because i'm too embarrassed i can
0: use yeah i can use a fake name we can treat you like uh like the the sheriff
1: himself the um, only
2: plug is to watch banshee that's really yes the only one. yeah this whole and,
1: thing has been a plug really um i'll let you know so you can watch Banshee on HBO Max. Excellent. Yes, yes. streaming service. So it's on it's on Cinemax, which died, but you can still stream somehow. Mm-hmm. Or you could just watch it on HBO Max and they got the whole the, the whole series. Awesome. Um okay,
0: that's it. Thank you so much. Uh, it's been Thanks. a pleasure. Thank you Kevin <laughs> Thanks, for Kevin. indulging us, seriously. Uh, my, this the whole point of the show is to indulge people. So this this is great. I'm glad that you wanted to indulge. Uh like definitely report back
1: about yes, your impressions. I will,
0: yes. I'll, I'll record the outro for this l- after I've watched the show and I'll let people know in the outro.
1: Yeah, we could do like a follow-up yes. podcast. about. It. <laughs>
0: yeah. Another, you know, two to four hours of Banshee content <laughs> for the people. Exactly. Uh, um, awesome. All right. I think that's it. Uh, have a good rest of your night. Bye. Bye. Thank you everyone for listening to another episode of unless you ask and thank you especially to chris and karen for dispensing such deep and broad knowledge of the 2013 show banshee i did watch the first episode of banshee and it was quite good but uh, i have not entered the banshee mindset i stopped watching immediately after one episode and uh, it will take more than that i think to change my ways Unless You Ask is produced by Bread People Productions. You can check out everything that Bread People are working on at breadpeopleproductions.com. If you would like to appear as a guest on Unless You Ask, or if you have any feedback, please email me at unlessyapod at gmail.com. Finally, you have made it to the end of the episode, which means that it's time for my Nobody Asked, and this week I would like to let you know that I have all of my wisdom teeth.